2: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: We are Conservative Daily.
1: (sighs) Hey, welcome back to Conservative Daily Podcast. What's up, Apollo? How you doing? Top of the mind to you, brother. Top of the mind. You know, I'm going to circle back. I'm going to circle back on the making it very clear. And so I want to make it very clear to all of you that I'm circling back on being top of mind today. And we've got a lot of top of mind things to talk about today. And I want to know that the first thing we're going to talk about, well, yeah, we're we're, we're not going to talk about it first. Because I want to be able to circle back and talk <laughs> about how KJP almost started World War III. Oh, wait, wait. KJP almost started World War Three. Liar, 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 liar. It's so bad. Good morning, everyone. We've got we got quite a bit to go over today. We're going to talk about some some of the things we're doing to prepare ourselves for World War Three, and whether or not they're doing it on purpose. I think they are doing it on purpose. And and somebody at some point is going to have to step in and say and say the quiet part out loud. And I saw that on RT News, and everyone goes, yeah, Joe, you can't listen to RT, Russia Today. It's the only thing that's tr- truthful, remotely truthful, to, that that makes any sort of sense. Other than us. Other than us. Yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're sensible, too. But that doesn't count, because that's, that's obvious, because I'm Captain Obvious. If you didn't know that. I'm going to circle back to that. So we, we, we look at domestic policy, and this, this first kind of thing we're going to talk about, well, sh- should we just talk about the cue part? Can we talk about that for a minute? I'm gonna you know what? Off script. Let's,
0: let's go off script in the I'll beginning. Let's talk a little bit about it. Because my teleprompter is broken. Just kidding. I don't have a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man.
1: <laughs> but in a studio, I know you have a teleprompter, don't you? Oh, you don't have one either. Oh
0: man, I don't. I just have all the all the streams and you know our beautiful faces to stare out and comments from our beautiful audience, which are working today. Uh, so you are on Rumble, and thank you, uh, Q Theory. Yeah, Q Theory.
1: Well, this was interesting because over the last couple of weeks, and guys, listen to me. I've I've have never dove into Q before this, and I was talking to some of the guys. Before, like six months ago, at in the Matrix, and I, I asked him. I asked Shady. I was like, "Listen, c- come on. You can't. This can't be true, right? I mean, some of this stuff's a little far fetched." Joe. He told me. He got mad at me. And I go, "Look, I'm not. I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true. I just don't know if I can get into this stuff." But over the last q- couple weeks,
0: you almost Apollo, said few weeks. Few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've, had some crazy stuff. we've had some crazy stuff said by a lot of people over whether or not it it these q theory we call them q theory this is our new thing q theory well the q theory is correct
0: um well and the most interesting stuff because i mean you know we were talking about it after his speech in ohio yeah right because it was it was a very interesting speech, and it the next one that he was. gave was exactly the same. Yes, he did the exact same thing. Music. It was, uh, you know, ironically cued at uh, cued very serious <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. No, and the uh, the media. So here here's what I saw happen was he um, there's a lot of cue references. He makes a lot of statements and very obvious. Uh, you know references to things how about the flag with the black stars flag with the black stars very in my opinion I think very very, very clear very culicious yeah Q-licious very Q-licious. indeed yeah and and Q curious <laughs> is that like the <laughs> the, the Q theory by curious <laughs> thing <laughs> I don't know if we want to do that but uh no it's ve- he's making very obvious uh, he's giving very obvious messages to the American people it seems and uh, he did it again and then the media came out and said he's doing all this uh all this q stuff and he's inflaming the, the extremist right and these whack jobs who are q believers it's it's awful what he's doing he's gonna he's gonna cause more violence the same things that they were saying about him after january 6 and before and then he his uh his team do you remember this they came out and said no it's not we're not Q. That's ridiculous. They're trying to divide people. It's not actually a Q song. It's some other thing, and uh, it's called Mirror. And when they did that, that was in and of itself a big Q reference. Yeah. And now he's been sharing for weeks, very, uh, very obviously uh, Q memes and different accounts that curious. are curious. Q- yes, yes. Trump's account curious. has gotten curious. He's gotten curious. Yeah. So I don't know. Let and us know. And cash wearing what a Q you shirt say? during the interview. <laughs> i don't know if you guys caught that <laughs> you guys he has the punisher he had a punisher uh uh skull hat with donald trump's uh, head on it and that has become i'm not saying that's officially a q thing but in the q in the community that has uh that's been used very widely and it's uh, it's been something that uh, that has been heavily attributed to some of the references that have been made so it's pretty interesting
1: and you know the thing about Q is it says that things move slowly it, it is you know, it, I was reading some stuff last night about it and this morning and you'd say well Joe why are you reading it well uh, you know it's not something I wanted to become very informed on because I thought I was basically hanging out with Harry Potter uh, I mean I'm being honest with you I, th- I thought it was Harry Potter right that we're going to walk through a wall and somewhere along the line we're going <laughs> people are going to pop out of the dead and be like hello hello how are you <laughs> My name is uh, QSR. <laughs> I, I thought it was weird, but I was reading last night and I'm going to tell you what happened. Wrap-up smears are not just applied to people, they're applied to an entire movement. Because much of what is happening in Q, it's not so much that it's that it's theory. It's they walk through and they analyze data very carefully. And it's a place by which, where they've been right a lot. I mean, I went through it and I'm like, well, they are—they were right about this and let me make sure it's the right. So I go back and check the dates of when they say this stuff and, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, how did they have that information? But I also know that you can, you can wrap people up into something that gets them to abandon their right and their obligation to their country. And I think that there's a lot of that inside of Q. I think once you have something good that releases information, people that say that they're the Q or whatever can come in and give you disinformation. And much of what the public is based on is just lying to the American people. We're just gonna lie, daze, confuse, create chaos. Um, But I was looking through some of the more important things, especially related to the election fraud um, and what they thought was going to happen and it happened. And mm-hmm. President Trump has been talking about this for a long time. I also went back and watched President Trump at his speech in twenty um, in twenty sixteen, his acceptance speech, where he, you know, said I won in November of uh, twenty sixteen. And if you can find that for me, Apollo, he's shocked. You can see on his face the absolute shock. <laughs> That he was elected. He believed it too. 99% chance he wasn't going to make it. That, that's my thought. Now, I could be wrong. And Q could be wrong. But what you can't deny is that there's been Q references literally riddled all over by people that are leaders. I mean, not the establishment leaders. I think it's the way that you can figure out who's establishment and who isn't. Because they're not using the same sort of vernacular. You find it by any chance?
0: No, it's just the one from, this is November uh, 16, right?
1: Yeah, November of 16. And then we're going to get into the other things that are happening, um, such as there's a, there's a uh, article about them um, stockpiling nuclear medicine. Yeah, this was him in
0: New York, right? What's that? This is him in New York, right? I think it did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's at, it's that night. It was his um, acceptance speech to become the president of the United States.
0: So this is November 9th. I think it was November
1: 9th. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and play it? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and play it. Right, what watch his face. I want everybody to watch his face. If you're on the audio version, you're not going to be able to see his face. So just go and, and research um, acceptance speech uh, president. I'll
0: post the link too. This is from this one was on ABC News. Um, but this video is yeah, it's from November 9th. 2016, his full victory speech after becoming president Yeah. Uh, in New York City. We just want to, f- the
1: first part when he walks out, So he walks out on stage and when he starts talking. <laughs> it's if, you've, if you haven't gone back and watched it in a while, this is this is telling, but you can see on his face the utter surprise of claiming victory.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched it, actually. Alright, we're going to play it here.
1: Alright. Well, there's a Trader Pence walking out. He's the controlled opposition in this deal. Hold on, President Trump's about to come out, I think.
2: Who yeah, knows? I don't care about him.
1: There it okay, is. Okay, go back. Keep going back. Go back just a little bit further.
0: And I mostly Okay, yeah, just
1: keep going forward. I don't want to hear this guy talk. There we go. This is this is telling. This is President Trump coming down. But well, I want you to look at his face. Super interesting. As he walks out on stage. He is you can see on his face. All right, now look at him. All right, look at his face. I don't think, I think at this point he goes, okay, we've won. Now watch when he talks and then we'll turn it off. Or we'll watch a few of his first words. Look at his face right now. All right, we're we're just watching President Trump and he walks to the, to the uh middle of the stage. The reason why I'm playing this. Okay, we can probably skip a few of this. There we go. Alright. You you can you can you can kind of see as he speaks
2: Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business.
1: Complicated okay, go ahead and take it down. When I played it for the, the reason of just watching his facial expression. He doesn't have those same facial expressions today. He's very confident. He knows what the American people want. He, he's seen, he, you know, you, you say he's seen into Pandora's box. He knows what we're up against as a nation. And so when we talked about Q, a part of me feels like, maybe this, this is pushing stuff out there, has created this kind of truth leakage into the public, which has allowed this veil to be lifted so that we know more clearly that the, the media companies and the tech companies, they, they can't hide it anymore. Like they, they first, they started hiding it. They started hiding who they were and they can't hide it. So I think a part of what Q is saying, man, I'm going to say it. I think a large part of what Q is saying
0: is kind of true. Well, you know, they've said a lot of things about Q brainwashing people. And, I mean, there are a lot of uh, people who are saying that there could have been... I'm brainwashed.
2: <laughs> ah, try to brainwash. Try to brainwash. Ah, ah, try
1: to brainwash.
0: <laughs> but uh, a lot, like the, the... Q never came out and said, here's this, here's that. You know, you must act this way. It was literally just posting this information that was very difficult for a lot of people to comprehend. And then asking people to research for themselves, and that's where the you know, all this digging came from. Uh, so I, I think it's been I think it's been interesting because I saw it. I followed it pretty closely in the beginning because I thought it was a psyop, and I thought this was going to be something that uh, you know would turn people into into wackos. And they would you know have some trust which was something that I still have reservations about is the fact that people have not gotten involved because I think part of that message was either bastardized or maybe co-opted I don't know but people uh, they said okay trust the plan and then they they kind of gave up the reins and that is still one thing that I saw as I see as a as a negative but the entire thing was a shift from uh, you know absorbing everything that the mainstream media was telling you to doing research on your own and stop looking at the world in this butterfly effect kind of uh, mentality and see that, you know, there are plans and uh, agendas and players that are much more tightly coordinated and and well-orchestrated than they want us to believe.
1: I agree. I agree fully. Um, I, w- I want to go through some of these stories because, uh, again, we're not fear-mongering this, and I just want you to be prepared. So, uh, you know, if you're not a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, and there is a difference, right? Um, prepare yourself. Get iodine pills. Get things that you can keep yourself so you're not reliant on the government. Uh, go out and buy grain, buy rice. And you would say, Joe, I, I can't eat that much rice. Well, get about 300, 400 pounds. It, it should be about 100 pounds what is it? 100 pounds a year? 100 pounds a year per person? Or hundred for six months? 100 pounds. So 200 pounds a year of grain per person in your household. Right? Um, and you would say, that's a lot of grain. I get sick of it after about six months. Well, if it's the only thing you got to eat, you're going to eat it.
0: Well and you know, and make sure number one two, have some have some kind of protein. Just bear in mind you do need some kind of protein if you don't wanna like suffer miserably. Or if eat your, dog. You don't or eat your dog Or eat your dog. Yeah. If you like your dog, buy some get some canned meat, something. Do jerky, get a freeze dryer, do 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 what you what you can afford. But also remember we are in Colorado, which is a desert. Uh, so you know, make sure that you have water. Um but we're going to go through a lot today, uh, so bear with us, because it is, it's a lot to, uh, to kind of download into your brain. Yeah. But... Uh, so know. let's go through go this.
1: Ahead. You know, I want to pay attention to what the words that they use. Um, there was a... <laughs> uh,
0: <this is> the <laughs> a official pre- transcript.
1: A press gaggle yesterday um, w- was on Air Force One. The audio isn't great, um, so we're going to go to the White House transcript. But this is a, some quotes from the Federal Disaster Recovery Response. I want you to pay attention to their words. Okay, and I think, I think it's important that you pay attention to their words. They say, we opened our first disaster recovery center yester- yesterday and we're going to open three more tomorrow. We're going to continue to open these centers around the state and other parts of the state. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest of this. Let's go to the next one if we can but we're going to have to bring in the full federal family, right? And What is that? I don't know. I don't know what the full federal family. She said that is. several times in
0: the last week or so.
1: And and then there's the this this here and the question was residents on the ground are saying that they're waiting hours long delay for FEMA assistance. What are you doing to bring down those times? And this is the FEMA administrator Chriswell. Yeah, Chriswell says, yeah, So I did just get a report of a place in Charlotte County where there's long lines. That's Insurance Village where our state has set up, where the state has set up and we have sent personnel and personnel to to co-locate them. It's not one of our disaster recovery centers yet. We are surging more people in there right now. As it turns out, there's a lot of people that went to this location. Hmm. And then here's a meme that you guys are going to want to do. So it, look, comrade, the line for bread is only six hours long today.
0: And keep in mind, this is the same FEMA that when they had other hurricanes, uh, like down in Louisiana, I believe it was. This is the same, uh, same organization that went in concert with uh, police organizations and then uh, started, you know, during Katrina, confiscating guns and going door to door and breaking the faces of uh, 80-year-old women to get their firearms so that they could stay safe.
1: Yeah, so we're we're going through this for a couple reasons. One of which they're going to they talked about the cost and the question was uh, now the dec- the disaster declaration has been extended another 30 days. Do you have an estimate on how much this is going to cost the federal government? So first of all, it doesn't cost the federal government. It costs the people because we pay it. The federal government is it doesn't have any money without us and he responds by saying it's going to be in the billions how many billions i don't know yet but it will certainly be in the billions perhaps one of the more costly disasters we have seen in many years
0: and so number one i have like wh- how, what are they basing that off of i mean because clearly it's nothing because they I, say we just don't know
1: i mean they just sent billions of dollars to the tune of almost 70 billion dollars now to ukraine for weapons and things like that. And we left $60 billion. I'm wondering if we can actually go back to the people in the, the Taliban in Afghanistan and see if we can get some of those billions of dollars of equipment back so we can pay for this. I, I don't know. May, maybe? you think it's a possibility?
0: No, pro- probably not. probably not. You can try it. I mean, they've had, worse, uh, they've had worse decisions in terms of public policy or, or uh, foreign policy. Yeah, so I think that
1: they are... So so anyway, the the hurricane's a terrible thing. But FEMA and uh, Biden going down there caused a little bit of an embarrassment. We talked a little bit about this. Biden uh, was caught on a hot mic saying nobody messes with a Biden. Uh, You could say that that would extend to what they did with Hunter Biden and what the FBI did to cover up things for Biden. Or how this uh, regime going down line from the Clintons being passed off to the Obamas, and the Obamas now passing it off. To the uh, Bidens, I don't know who's going to be next. Is it going to be the Kamala Harris's of the world? The I camel, mean, who really knows?
0: Hose? Yeah, camel Hose. Camel hose. <laughs> but again, like, FEMA, why are they announcing that they're putting all these extra centers down there? in in Florida, of all places, uh, one of the most, uh, most staunchly uh, combative towards the Biden regime and everything that DeSantis has been doing, especially in the wake of the Martha's Vineyard debacle, uh, I find it interesting that all of a sudden FEMA wants to set up all these, uh, all these centers down in Florida for what? I mean, c- yeah, catastrophe, sure, but one of the mo- more costly disasters that we've seen in many years. I I don't think so. I don't either. Right?
1: I mean, th- this is not a. And and I and we don't know. I mean, here's the thing: costs have gone up, so could it be the most expensive? Yes, but. You know why they're trying to grandstand in um, Desantis's backyard. Ha- I think has more to do with d- um, creating disaster than than c- stopping one. But let's move on to this. Uh, we, we, we announced this two days ago, but the Twitter the Twitter purchase is back on. So Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter, but the. I think that the financial, not just financial times, but Vox and others, you know, New York Times are coming out and spinning it differently and saying that a Twitter trial would expose Elon Musk to scrutiny. So buying Twitter might help him avoid all of it. Elon Musk yesterday stated that this is just the beginning of what he plans to do in big tech. Um, Vox said a Twitter trial would expose Elon Musk to scrutiny. Buying Twitter might help him avoid it. And as you go through some of the parts of this story. Here's another one on Market Watch. Elon Musk grabs Twitter, but how will he manage his growing empire? Uh, Elon Musk's decision to move forward with the purchase of Twitter sent the social media platform stock skyrocketing, but has also raised questions about the entrepreneur who will manage his growing business empire. He's done so well up to this point, I don't know what they're so worried about. Oh, that's right. James Rogers is just another one of those entertainment attorneys at, or entertainment uh, journalists um, out there writing about his you know, concern for Elon Musk being able to manage business. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner Um, but you can go there and save an additional five percent off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter. Only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs, and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Um, MarketWatch goes into it goes into it greatly about it, and then I, I, ha- I have to tell you, I bought stock. I bought stock in Twitter. Take that down. I bought stock in Twitter. When he said he was going to buy it, I bought stock in Twitter, and I bought stock in Twitter because I was like, okay, here's here's what I thought would happen: Elon Musk would go take it private, buy it for forty-four billion dollars, and we've talked about this, right, Apollo? No, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. He's going to t- take it private, and he would allow certain um, investors to stay on. Right. In other words, you'd get an option. He'd buy you out, right, or he'd allow you to stay on as a shareholder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means. And, I, and I'm, I'm certainly not as as a significant a shareholder as you know to to even be a blip. I think on the on the scales of 44 billion. But then I believe that he was going to maybe fix the company, do some things to it, allow it to grow, add some technology to it, face some scrutiny for the technology. In other words, what they did to Parler, they're probably going to try and do again to Twitter, right? Oh yeah. Deplatform them on Google App, deplatform them on uh, Apple. I would not be surprised if, if Elon Musk's next purchases and or builds will be in the telecom environment building its own array, building its own phone systems, building its own. And and the reason why I say that app stores and and getting into the Marcom environment is because it's the only way that he can secure the success of Twitter. Now, here's something else you need to know about Twitter. Twitter has about, um, I don't know, 200 or so partnerships inside of the Twitter platform. It has AI, it's got uh, stuff that is able to Um, uh, allow for logins, uh, MFA, so multi-factor authentications. Those are all built in by other companies that are smaller Silicon Valley companies. And so what Elon might face inside of this purchase is either breaches or retractions of those particular pieces inside of Twitter. So in purchasing Twitter, his legal battles have just begun because he's going to then have to get into antitrust, get into RICO violations, people that are working together. And I believe that he's up for the fight, but it is going to be a fight as they try to deplatform him. And then if any part of Twitter's system is on Azure, which is Microsoft's uh, cloud platform or AWS, uh, they could also turn switches off. They could not renew on certain contracts, cause costs to go up dramatically. And then I think what Elon will do, which is what he did in, in, in uh, inside of Tesla, is he's gonna start creating some limitations inside the companies for expenditures. Twitter has long been the company that just recklessly just throws money at things. Um, mm-hmm. Almost been used like a nonprofit to, to fund um, some bad behavior and bad organizations outside. So as that stuff gets cut off, Um, Look for it to cause some ripples across the nation.
0: Well, and keep in mind what you said about them, you know, screwing with Twitter like they did with Parler, uh, which which is very possible. I mean, they did the same kind of tactics against true social. They didn't succeed too well. But also the timing of this, I think, is super important because... As we come up now towards the midterms, you have people like Bill Gates saying we're going to have Hunt elections. You have all this war posturing going on. You know that they're terrified of of what's going to happen because their support is just tanking in record numbers. But think about what happened during the previous election. I mean, Twitter swayed potentially millions and millions of votes with uh, the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop, with all the coverage against Trump, with banning him, with the suppression of conservatives, with this bot network. Uh, if if he acquires this now, and then that that trend disappears, and all of a sudden the radical left and these these deep state you know poses don't have that tool uh, to influence public opinion right ahead of the election, it, it it could have really significant ramifications. So I think this is a much bigger deal than some people like to uh, like to make it. And the mainstream media wants to make it all about you know. Elon Musk, is, you know, being a being an idiot.
1: Well, I think that Elon, by the way, if anyone is that out there publicly has a supercomputer. <laughs> right. If there's anyone that has a quantum computer, it's going to be. Now, there's already one built. But if there's anyone that is actually going towards building a quantum computer, it is definitely Elon Musk. So he's doing he's he, he seems to be one step ahead of everyone. He did talk about uh, the stuff with Ukraine. And you can't. Ukraine came out and wanted to fight him and say, "You know, f you, Elon. We'll never have your nasty cars in uh, Ukraine." <laughs> I just want to say this to Zelensky uh, on the air. I think it's really important is by the time Russia gets done with you, there'll be just a little itty bitty city left. And yeah, that part probably won't be able to afford Teslas because they're kind of pricey. Uh, Oh, and Biden (laughs) will be impeached and out of office and all of the bad people will be in Guantanamo Bay. So you're right. The Ukraine, as you know it today, will probably never have Tesla. So the, the joke is on you, Zelensky. That's just what I'm going to say. You (laughs) warmongering, radical, nazi and that's what you are and anybody that supports ukraine and says that that uh i support the ukrainian people that's what i support i also support support the sovereignty of a nation like russia not to be lied about and been the the, been the butt of the radical left as they create this cold war they're push, literally pushing us towards a war Um, uh, you know I, i believe that russia has a right to protect its sovereignty i believe that putin is doing that I believe that the NATO has no business being on the borders of Russia and, and threatening the sovereignty of their nation. And I don't have. I, I, I think that there's absolutely no way in the world that you can justify the use of biological weapons and creating these labs and having CIA and, and then the bastion of bad people that use Ukraine as their, as their playground. You can't justify that. You can't justify the radical Nazis that are there either. So I think Elon Musk, when he came out, and uh, told Ukraine to basically play nice and um, and have a have a vote and respect the vote. They basically said, "No, we don't want to respect the vote of the people." What does that sound like, Paula? We don't want to respect the vote of the people. Have the UN come in and do a vote. Mm-hmm. Whatever the people want, we'll go with that, right? And w- what what did th- they said no, right? Cuz they don't want to respect the vote. Cuz
0: that's where the stealing of votes happened back in 2014. Well, this is the rhetoric they have. They they say, "Oh, Trump Trump's a warmonger. Putin's a warmonger." Uh, well, they're, they're
1: warmongering Yeah, <laughs> NATO, like NATO, NATO and the UN We're, we're doing exactly. everything for peace Are you kidding me? Mock, mock, mock me with Mockingbird Mockingbird Media Returns, returns, ah, returns, returns We have a bunch of returned people Returned people, ah, returned people
0: Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> You're getting good at that. You're getting I too am. good at that. Ah,
2: trust the science. Ah, <laughs> trust the science. Ah, ah, ah. Trust, trust the returns. Trust the returns.
0: Oh, that's a new one. Trust the returns. And just so you guys know, let
1: me just reiterate for those that have joined us that haven't been here previously, um, including the media people, by the way. They didn't reach back out, oh, did they?
0: Yeah, no. I haven't gotten any responses, ah, so if God, you guys want to call in, feel free. Feel, feel free. free. Journalists, Anything? radical uh, left-wing journalists, if you would like to defend your reporting. At any time, you oh, have an open invitation. Yeah,
1: but they can't. They can't because it, it'll be a really good debate. I mean, I'm willing to have the conversation. I'm <clears> willing to have the conversation, especially with Susan DeMimis. De-minim- DeMimis? Diminimus. She's a bad girl. De-minis. She's a bad, bad girl. Mm. And getting information. That was, that was some... I was like, what? Shock. Shocker and Coomer must hang out a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I want to go through gas prices because they're about to spike again. And Massively. we're, we're going to run through a bunch of stuff that and as I start to put this stuff together, we start putting this stuff together. You're going to start seeing that uh, that the whole world is turning their back on this Biden America, the whole world, the whole world has realized that the American, and, and now they're saying it out loud, which is why I say that Q, that curious, is the Q-theory, is is actually, there's on to something. Because it's pulled back the veil and we're seeing the truth. And people are now saying the quiet part out loud. And I remember when I went to the Middle East and Africa, I would say, hey, look, the U.S. government doesn't respect the sovereignty of other nations. And, pe- and people that were, I, I mean, I would meet with other leaders, like. Uh, you know, the president of Ghana at the time, or I'd meet with the prime minister. And um, you couldn't say that they would look at you and they would shake your head. And it was as if I was testing him. Like, I wonder if this guy is CIA. Yeah, I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to smile at him. be like, Yeah. Okay. I think I understand what you're saying, but now they don't hide.
0: They don't hide it. It was kind of a thing where they go. That's not true. That's not, yes, that's, ah, yes, alhamdulillah. I agree with you. That's not.
1: (laughs) As as you look at the BRICS partnership, looking at how to depeg from the dollar, which, you know, by the way, this was all something that had been uh, stewing for the last couple decades because the U.S. does not respect the sovereignty of other nations. And it gets involved and it basically bullies, much like the radical left is in the United States. It is bullying our partners across the world. But we make promises to give money to people. And when President Trump was in office, he would say, pay your fair share. Like we're all grown men and women. We're gonna pay your fair share. We're not your daddy, right? We're gonna put America first. We're gonna put more money back in our coffers. And the radical left said, we have to do something. So they manufactured a crisis. And that is the COVID crisis that saw over a million Americans die uh, and even more injured by a vaccine that was unnecessary given the prophylactics that were available. But OPEC made a, a, a decision to shut oil production or curb oil production by nearly 2 million barrels. So inside, the the White House failed effort to dissuade OPEC from cutting oil production to avoid a total disaster. And as you go into this, uh, the Biden administration launched a full-scale pressure campaign in the last ish effort to dissuade Middle Eastern allies from dramatically cutting oil production, according to multiple sources familiar with the matter but that effort appeared to be have failed following Wednesday's uh, crucial meeting of OPEC plus the international cartel of oil producers that as expected announced a significant cut to output in the effort to raise oil prices uh, that in turn will likely cause US gas prices to rise at a precarious time for the Biden administration just weeks after and before the midterm election so that you you can see that there that the people out there collectively don't they don't care about They don't care about the Biden administration. They're they're not afraid of anyone in the U.S. because as people in nation states start talking to each other, they now realize that the FBI is a fraudulent, corrupt organization. They now realize the CIA is a corrupt, fraudulent organization that has gone around the world and has created private wars. The second part of this is some of the draft talking points circulated by the White House to the Treasury Department on Monday that were obtained by CNN framed the prospect of a production cut as a total disaster and warned that it could be taken as a hostile act. It's important uh, everyone is aware just how high the stakes are. So the U.S. official once framed as a broad administration effort that is expected to continue in the lead up to the Wednesday OPEC meeting. The White House is having a spasm and panicking, another U.S. official said, <laughs> describing the latest administration effort as taking the gloves off, according to a White House official. The talking points were being drafted and exchanged by staffers and not approved by White House leadership to use with foreign partners. Woo. So So we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is AirMedCare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by AirMedCare Network. If you live in a rural area, that's hard to reach by road if you travel a lot if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you wanna make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported. With AirMedCare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something, but uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces.
0: So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Well, and keep uh, in mind, I mean, you think about all of this. Now, you know, they're there's, oh, the Biden White House, they're panicking. We have a big issue. You know, the administration came out and said, pump oil production, we, you know, blast it up. And what they do? They did the opposite. Now they're cutting it. And c- would we have cared if we were still operating uh, the way that Trump did to just achieve... You know, full spectrum energy dominance. Would we have cared? No. But and that's the whole point of a cartel, right? It's to make uh, is to destroy competition. You make Mm -hmm. the pricing uh, for consumers only attractive for you. Yeah. And what what do they do? Biden did the one thing that made this a problem, which is they completely destroyed energy production in the United States.
1: Well and what's sad what's really sad about this and I think we should examine this, is that they don't have a clue how to run anything. And we we, we we need to say the quiet part out loud. They're not just liars. They're not just deceptive. They're not just evil. They're absolute they're actually dumb. They're they're not bright people. Biden is not a smart man. He's not. Now there are people that are evil behind them that build up their deals, and what they do is they use bullying tactics in order to create chaos. And also, I was talking to my attorneys last night, and I'm like, listen, just relax. Everything's fine. Relax, everything will be good. I've
0: heard this conversation
1: before. <laughs> and I'm the calming voice because I go, look, things are gonna happen that are gonna happen. We're not gonna win in every battle because you can't win every battle with people that are liars. Unless you use those words, liar, 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 liar. So I'm now approving all the stuff that's going to be pushed through, uh, through this stuff, and it has to include what, calling them what they are in every instant. Call them out for every instant, very succinctly that they're liars. This is why footnote number one: liar, liar, dishonest, liar, not telling the truth, liar, liar, liar. Because that's what the left is. But they're not. They're not just. They're just not that bright. And President Trump had the opportunity. Back in 2018, I want you all to know this, to be able to buy domestically produced oil at $24 a barrel, that would have kept gas prices somewhere around $1.50 to $1.80 per gallon. Now, the dollar fifty, dollar eighty per gallon at twenty four dollars, it really should be ninety nine cents. But you have different tax structures that are involved. You have different entitlements. You have it's never going to get down to a dollar again, a gallon again. Just isn't unless you go and buy futures on, on oil and it gets down to where you can come pick up your oil in a big bucket if you wanted to and buying the futures. That did, that did happen in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Just so just so you're clear, um, but uh, it, w- the response that they are getting, the response that's happening r- right now with the oil companies, I think is
0: priceless. Oh, it's great.
1: <laughs> this, the trolling on Biden for walking away from domestic production, which would solve all of this. We, we could fill the gap of the two million barrels overnight. Strategic could,
0: reserves? Pew,
1: the strategic reserves would be refilled. You'd have the Keystone Pipeline, which could be put back into effect, which would ease pricing not just for the United States, but our other partners such as Canada, Mexico, and our, our partners to the east. It would be easy. Super easy. But they're holding hostage Europe. They're holding hostage. And We're going to get into that. But the Oil and Gas Association had something to say about uh, Basement Biden. If I'm not mistaken, and they pinned this tweet, by the way. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. Um, it had Joe Biden saying from October 3rd, get in folks. We're building a better America. JoeBiden.com This is from October 3rd. An oil and gas company said, if I'm not mistaken, the 67 Corvette has a 327 cubic inch L79 V8 engine rated at 350 horsepower with a four-speed manual transmission. It is capable of going zero to 60 in 5.8 seconds. It runs on gasoline. To build a better America, we still need it. Now, can I tell you also what is, is, is in gas oil? Ready? Take that down for a minute, for just a second. Plastic. You can't have plastic without oil, you morons. (laughs) So all the stuff that you guys build out of plastic, you know, your plastic cars, you can't build batteries without oil. Oh, you can't power batteries without (laughs) some sort of fossil fuel. Yes, you can. You can use solar panels, which you have to build with oil. Hello. Oil literally is a base fundamental thing that is used. Oh, no, no. We can use Jotropha oil we can use plant-based oil <laughs> and no you can't <laughs> you can't and here's why because cycling through land you will actually degrade the soil at a rate faster than you could replenish it if you tried to use those products which is why they've all failed because god came down and said here's your planet and by the way just below the surface is this dark oily stuff it's called oil <laughs> <laughs> and if you pull it out of the ground, I'm just, I'm going to give you, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going I'm not going to act like I'm, I'm the Lord because I'm not, but at all. But if, if you use this wisely, I will make sure that, that I plant more. I will, I will grow up trees if you'll just be responsible and we will, we'll take care of that thing that comes off of that. Mm, no, no, I have a better idea. Let's go mine for lithium because we need that to build batteries and you know, we'll just have little um, black kids in Africa do it in the Middle East, become slaves and then give it to the battery companies that are all being invested in by these people that are in Congress and then tell you that the, the ocean's gonna go up by 20 feet in the next, and you're all gonna be underwater in the next three years Let's lie to them so they step away from oil because oil is conservative and, and works towards the values of America, and then we'll just tell everybody that the sky is falling all the time in order to get them to buy into our new uh, scam. Okay. One,
0: and so, so two points I want to make real quick before we go into more of this trolling. Uh, number one, what you said about lying everyone about being underwater, um, this was something that they were talking about with these, uh, these pushes they want to make for uh, the insurance uh, rebuilds in Florida. Right after the hurricane, saying that, uh, well, you know, we might not, you know, honor these insurance claims. We might play games based on what we claim the future is going to look like. And if they shouldn't be there based on global warming, then let's not help them rebuild because of the environment. And we're, we're talking about, like, you look at California, and let, let's all, I'm going to frame this because remember, we're in a war. It's very obvious that we're in a war. We're funding proxy wars. We've been engaged in wars that the American people is now. Uh, you know, become more aware of than ever. But you talk about oil, what's the big problem? Am I against, like, green energy if that was really what they wanted? No. Of course, we should take care of the earth. Sure, that's all nice. But it's the hallmark of naive people to say, let's be idealistic and just do some nice fun feeling when you're actually destroying your ability to take care of your people. And when you're in war, why isn't Russia, why aren't all these other places switching to green energy it's because it's not competitive you can't compete that way and that's why it's failing that's why no one wants to be in california because they can't compete because they've destroyed the ability of themselves to be competitive with this all this green energy nonsense and now they've done the exact same thing to the united states and suddenly they're realizing oops uh now opec matters again
1: why are you trying to take over captain obvious that's not. I had a moment. I, I get to be Batman. You can be Robin, <laughs> but I get to be Batman. You got to get take over Captain Obvious. Now I got to go put try to s- squeeze into your Robin outfit and be like, Dude, you're tight, you are so tight.
2: I'm so tight. So tight." Oh, so tight. So tight. Uh, Apollo, how do you fit into this? We do We Why why am I talking like this? It's just too tight
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite problem Biden has Trying to fill Trump's shoes (laughs) Which way do I go? (laughs) Push him Push him Push him off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> they need an actual hook. <laughs> Just get a fishing
1: line. <laughs> hey Jesse, Jesse at the, at the Colorado Sun, please call us. Call us in here. Oh yeah. <laughs> but for, for, those for, you, of you that, for those of you that missed it yesterday, we called. We called. <laughs> we called journalists, and we've been doing deep dives in these journalists. I mean, Barista ba- Dan, that was the best one. We 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 and so we started calling him. So we got a hold of 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 uh jesse hi jesse this is joe from conservative <laughs> daily we're doing a show and i want to get your thought as a journalist click hello <laughs> beep hello <laughs> why won't you talk to us i thought journalists want to get a, a come on what's going on we even went on twitter it was like at kyle clark we'd love to hear from you well, at I kyle clark see
0: if he responded ah,
1: he didn't respond <laughs> he's like oh my god you gonna start doing stories on me and my family and Tifa's. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, you're going to talk about Antipas again. You're going to uh, totally make me have to say bad stuff about him on Channel 9 News. Oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs>
0: hey, but hey, you guys, you want to dictate what reality is. We wanted you to give you a platform. Come dictate reality to our audience. Maybe even to us. Maybe you'll tell us what reality is. Well, hello. I
1: just want you to know that, uh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: safest <laughs> secure election hey, in U.S. history. All
1: right, get, back on task. get back
0: on task. Sorry, sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> back on task. Back on task. So they weren't done doing... They, were, they weren't <laughs> done trolling them. Um, the U- U.S. Oil and Gas Association says White House said it will consult with Congress on additional tools and authorities to reduce OPEC's control over energy prices. A year ago, every Dem... But one voted to eviscerate our industry in the BBB. Congress is the last place to turn to for advice. Um, And that was from the Oil and Gas Administration. Oh, but you thought they were done. No, no, no. OPEC says no. SPR, options, all but gone. The White House has one option left and is the one option they should have never turned away from in the first place. The U.S.-based oil and gas industry. Life comes at you pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) You see that? Wow. Yeah, how fast he came at me with a 67 Corvette. (laughs) (laughs) You you can't make this stuff up. I really want to. And and somebody said it's it's Fun Friday a day early. It would be funny. It would be. It would be super, super funny if it wasn't so true. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's go back. Uh, so uh, do you think you can produce oil for us? And if we open up the Keystone pipeline, will you, will you let Hunter Biden run it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, wait, do I still have the meme? I You can't make this up. This
1: is how ridiculous the left is. Liar, 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 liar. I got it. I got you. I got it. Just get a needle and some heroin and Eric Coomer and Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden, all in a room together. And they can figure out, while they're doing drugs and doing all the stuff that they're doing, how to do more damage to the country than they've already done collectively. I mean, I think that'd be a great idea, don't That's you? brilliant. Yeah, they, they will see dragons, and be like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have dragons. I think we should just, just get the dragons out, let the dragons come down and breathe fire on them, I I'm so sorry I'm, I I don't mean to be disrespectful to to basement Biden
0: very disrespectful very disrespectful was just something I thought was funny again
1: too. okay okay so
0: <laughs> we, we got it okay. fun Friday let's
1: get into uh, OPEC they tried to meet with him they did, did try to meet with him and uh, so we have a fax blast we're gonna put in the middle of this I have more stuff to go over with you we're gonna transition over to foreign policy you're gonna hear some of Putin's words unbelievable what he said in his speech. But uh, Biden embarrassed by OPEC plus KJP candor caused international incident. This is true. The press secretary also made the bold claim the Saudis are aligning with the Russians during a back and forth with one reporter. When asked if the Saudis are a trustworthy partner, KJP gave a garbled response before stating, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Look, it's clear. It's clear. I want to be clear. It's clear. Look, it's clear that OPEC plus is aligning with with Russia with today's announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a legitimate statement for someone trying to destabilize the region and the energy markets. Of the entire statement put out by the White House, the one off the cuff response from KJP was garnered the most reaction globally. Um, words matter, po- uh, policy matters even more. And the federal government is now entangled Americans into foreign conflicts in North Korea, Iran, Russia, Ukraine, China, Taiwan, and potentially even Yemen, again. So we have a demand for remedy. Every day, by the way, is a demand for remedy. Reclaim your legislative powers and stop yielding American liberty to the Build Back Better agenda, which is rapidly destroying our country. Impeach the administration. You can get more from this too. You can also add to it. Um, Yeah, so go into conservative-daily.com, become a member. Or just send a fax if you want to. You got that ability too. Well,
0: you know, keep in mind what I think is funny. I mean, again, not funny. Funny, not funny. They're talking about when asked if the Saudis are a trustworthy partner, and she says, "Oh, they're aligning with Russia." Like, God, do one thing right to stop us from going into war. Like the United States intelligence and military. Who was one of the people that we were we were helping out? You know, for decades now, it's been the Saudis. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they won't really always yeah. make it public, but like the I House mean, of Saud, th- would they even exist as they are now if it weren't for, uh, for for all the you know the aid, for all the support that we've given them militarily? If it weren't for our, uh, our involvement and our support for them officially and unofficially, and now you turn around and all of a sudden they start doing all this nonsense, and after years of that, they go, yep, oh, yep, nope. You know, screw you guys. Well, Saudi Aramco is the
1: oil production company. There it is a private public partner. Excuse me, it is a partnership between countries, nation states around the world, and America is one of those. So they literally are telling America the partner in this entire deal, who also does refinement capabilities and has the ability to. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. But but it gets better. There's a, there's, you're not going to believe this. It's it's un, it is unbelievable. White House statement from Jack Sullivan. The president is disappointed by the short-sighted decision by OPEC Plus to cut production quotas while the global economy is dealing with the continued negative impact of Putin's invasion on Ukraine. (laughs) I'm going to show you guys something here in a minute. Pull it up for you, if you will, uh, not pull it up, but get it ready. The, The picture of the world with Ukraine. I want to show people that. At a time when maintaining a global supply of energy is of paramount importance, this decision will have the most negative impact on lower and middle income countries that are already reeling from elevated energy prices. Oh, boy. The, 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 president's, the president's work here at home with allies around the world has helped to bring down U.S. gas prices. Since the beginning of the summer, gas prices are down a dollar twenty. No, they're not. And the most common price at gas stations today is $3.29 a gallon. No, they're not. That is a lie. So liar, 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 liar. That's a lie and a lie. Not only do they lie, but they just continue to lie. They lie about everything. At the president's direction, the Department of of energy will deliver another 10 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve (laughs) to the market next month, continuing the historic releases the president ordered in March. The president is robbing his own... (laughs) He's (laughs) he's robbing the American people to keep prices low before the election, and it's not keeping prices low. The president will continue to direct SPR releases as appropriate to protect American consumers and promote energy security. And is directing the Secretary of Energy to explore any additional responsible actions to continue increasing domestic production in the immediate term. Biden is also calling on U.S. energy companies to keep bringing pump prices down by closing the historically large gap between wholesale and retail gas prices. So the American consumers are paying less at the pump. Wait, it has more. In light of today's action, the Biden regime will consult with Congress to additionally tools and authorities to reduce OPEC's control over energy prices. Finally, today's announcement is a reminder of why it is so critical the United States reduce its alliance on foreign sources of fossil fuels. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read that again. Finally, today's announcement is a reminder of why it is so critical the United States reduce its reliance on foreign sources of fossil fuels. With the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, the US is now poised to make the most significant investment ever in accelerating the clean energy transition while increasing energy security by increasing our reliance on American-made and American-produced clean energy and energy technologies. This dude is full retarded. Full retarded. And but for, for all of you that are listening, retarded is when a bird turds, comes down, then it comes down, swoops down, it swallows up the turd, goes back up and returds it. That is how dumb these people are. They eat their own turds, and they are retarded. So they are retarded people. I can use it, and it's not it's not bad, because we created a new word for the dictionary. And for those of you who can get this done for me, I want you to be able to put this inside of the dictionary. Tag R- Merriam-Webster. Yeah, so tag Merriam- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and tell them we have a new word for them. Retarded. It's retarded. I mean, some people in the South actually say this anyway. That's retarded! <laughs> oh my gosh. Just kidding if you're in the South. Come on, we it's love funny. you. We love, we you. love you. But, it is kind no, of
0: but I mean, it's good it's accurate though because they they literally turned out these ridiculous statements and put their own foot in their mouth and then they turn around and try to recover. I mean now they're just having to begrudgingly uh, repeat Trump's entire platform. <laughs> um,
1: so what we'd like to do is just have uh, President Trump back, please, because uh, I just don't Where am I going? Where am I going? Who who was I for there for a minute? Was that Biden? That was Biden. Oh, it was Biden. All right, we're running out of surprise. time. I got a bunch of stuff that I want to do. Let's go ahead and play this really quick if we can. This is uh, Jack Presobic talking about Biden's secret deal with OPEC. It's two minutes
2: long. Go ahead and play it. now found out that apparently the Biden administration made a secret deal with OPEC in order to replenish the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, listen to this. This is from Michael Schellenberger, Substack. The White House made a secret offer to buy up to 200 million barrels of OPEC oil to replenish the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, SPR, in exchange for OPEC not cutting oil production. What the official said was that the White House wanted to reassure OPEC that the US won't leave them hanging out to dry. Can anybody think of what the problem with that might be? Well, the problem of that might be, what if OPEC, who has all the leverage in this situation, again, you have no leverage here in this deal. So what if OPEC says, you know what? We don't like you anymore. We don't want to go off on this deal because if we cut production, we can get oil, to $100 a barrel. We could get oil to $200 a barrel. So screw your wussy little deal. We're gonna cut production anyway. And guess what? That's exactly what OPEC has just announced. They had a meeting in Vienna. They have agreed to a two million barrel a day cut in oil. This is going to send the cost of oil skyrocketing it's going to send the price at the pump skyrocketing. And it's all because the idiots, the spoiled little rich kids running our White House <laughs> day in and day out from BlackRock and Blackstone, love him. And everything else, Buttigieg from McKinsey, they think they know what they're doing. You dumped our strategic petroleum reserve to try to help the markets when you didn't even keep it on hand for an actual crisis like what's going on in florida right now what's right what's going on in terms of the hurricane the natural disasters that's what our strategic reserve is supposed to be for or god forbid the united states actually goes to war if we get invaded somehow these idiots well 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 if it isn't the consequences of your own actions
0: well <laughs> Wow.
2: Weird that we
1: could talk about the quiet part out loud. These they and we talked about spoiled rich kids, he's talking about people that have no idea, cannot even understand what it means to have to create and and think about things strategically in order to make sure they protect their environment, their foundation. They they don't understand any part of ninety percent of America. Okay. So uh, before we go off of Frank's speech, because we're going to be pulled off there in a minute, I want everybody to make the transition over to others if you want, if, if, uh, but I want you to go to MyPillow uh, or My Store and spend, and save up to 66%. We do have another thing we put up to using code CD21. Um, it is for the holidays. We also have a $29.98. The sheets are $29.98 with this code CD21. You, you can also go and use it on the coffee and save 25% if you go to My Store and buy my coffee. And there's a subscription button, so hit the subscription on as well. Everyone drinks coffee. If you drink coffee, you might as well be drinking my coffee. It's not my coffee. It's my coffee. So see, has hit my coffee. It's my coffee. So <laughs> people ask you, well, hey, what kind of coffee you have? Well, it's my coffee. I mean, it totally can create a circular argument. Well, I know, but what kind of coffee? It's my coffee. <laughs> no, I mean, but what kind of coffee is? Okay, my, I get my it. It's your, it's, coffee, it's your coffee, Joe. It's your coffee. my it. coffee. No, it's a, I drink my coffee. Well, <laughs> I drink my coffee, too. Well, do you? I'm not sure you do drink my coffee, but you should be drinking my coffee.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on D Live, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com